0: welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Esther Atim. She's a multicultural women's fiction writer for 18 and above who want to be strong, independent, and fulfilled. She also is an award-winning blogger of the year and she's the CEO of Fearless Storyteller House Emporium Limited. We are going to talk all things writing, um, how she came to be who she is today. Hey Esther, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, how are you? Good, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. It's of course, it's fun getting to talk to another writer because I'm a romance um, writer also, I have two books out. So I love like getting to talk to other writers.
1: That sounds, um, yeah, it sounds like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Just just because, um, just because writing is a lot, um, I don't think that people realize that or even want to acknowledge that writing is actually a lot. And then you have to mm-hmm. market, and then you have to publish. It's yeah, it's a lot. It is.
0: It takes a lot of time and a lot of energy, but it's fun. And I love like getting my work out there. Like I'm sure you do.
1: It is. Um, yes and no. Yes, because um, when your work finds the right reader, or when the right reader finds your work, does that, you know, does that kiss me? Does that thing of, yes, you know, you're the one that I wrote this for? Whereas if, and I didn't understand this at first, at first I just thought it was, you know, just get the book in front of anyone. Um, And then you get some reviews that kind of make you wonder, did you, did you read this book and then of course you don't want to argue with them because then it looks like you're being ungracious and you're being exactly entitled but seriously every time I've got my book so I write multicultural fiction for women aged 18 and above who want to be strong independent and fulfilled and that's just um because some of the scenes in the books are not in my work are not child friendly so I had to make that distinction um 18 and above and then it's not just anyone who's 18 and above and who might be okay with sex in here or violence there it's a woman who wants a very specific kind of outcome right you know and then I noticed that um I like the Fiction that I write is multicultural fiction. Um, And so what that just means, it's not just African fiction. It's um, African who has been abroad. And by abroad, Mm -hmm. I mean out of Africa. And um, I was born in Nigeria, but I studied in the UK. Um, Mm -hmm. I lived and studied in the UK for almost 10 years. And so I think part of that has informed the way of that I write and the way that I tell stories, and even it's so funny. One of my favorite writers is Barbara Taylor Bradford,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and her first book, "A Woman of Substance." I I just um, I wrote the first book of hers that I wrote. It's the first in a seven-book saga series family romance and all that and it's literally about this woman who overcame a lot of things to get to the top of Mm -hmm. you know in a world where only men where it was just normal for only men to do certain things and again she she did that in more than one country hence my multicultural thing it's just I don't realize just the way that I've always been and I've always been, it's just things that I've always been curious about yeah. and 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 gone for myself. Because um, for me, for the longest time, when someone said to me, oh, you, you can't do that, I would cry. And then I would try to convince them of why I should be right. allowed to, you know, just be allowed to succeed and, and do. And after, I think it got to a point where I was just like, you know what, that, you, you don't you don't believe I can do That's fine. You know, that's on you. Right. But, it just makes you want to do it more. Um, not necessarily. Um, for me, I got to the point where, I, and I'm really good at this now, where I literally just cut people off it's, I say I'm good at it. Some people say it's horrible, but I cut them off. And why? Because if we're not going in the same direction and we don't have the same goals and we don't have the same values, then why am I, you know, what am I doing with you around me? Right. No matter how strong you are, no matter how self-assured and all that, there's always, you know, there's always events or things that will happen that will have you doubting whether you can do this. And I do not need any external echo telling me I can't do something that I'm already thinking it is. I kind of, you know, and, and this is the thing, if you don't try, you'll never know. Right. You'll never know. I mean, at least if you try, then you know, okay, I tried it. It it didn't work out. But I feel like one of the the regret that I do not want to have no matter what in my life, I, I don't, you know, I've made mistakes, I'm going to make more errors, it's just life. Mm-hmm. but the one mistake that I need, I don't want to get to the end of my life, and think, oh, I, I, I could have done that, or get to the end of my life, and find out that, you know, when I'm no longer in this physical world, and find out that that thing was actually a possibility, and I was supposed to do it, and I left it, you yeah. know, that's just, because I can't come and do it, come back and do it again you know so of course um, that's something that I I just you know and for me it's taking it's taking a long time and a lot of sort of trying to pull people to say oh hey believe in me and all that and I'm like you know for one not everybody's going to believe in you and what took me a long time to discover and be okay with it is that mm-hmm. it's actually okay yeah you know it's not everybody who's told me they can do something that I believe they can do so why shouldn't I give them that grace Mm -hmm. to not believe in me do you understand so uh, sometimes it's just you know sometimes they're jealous and they're haters and you know whatever sometimes it's that they're not supposed to be in your life it's not a trap thing yes it's just this is not your tribe and if this is not your tribe, leave them, let them go and find who's tribe that they are a part of. It doesn't always mean that they're a bad person. They might be, but it doesn't always mean that. And again, just because somebody is a good person doesn't mean they are going to come all the way with you. Right. Sometimes people are in your life for a season or a reason and, you know, you get the ones that are your beginning to the end and you you don't, and it just took me a long time to understand, you don't need the whole world. Exactly. You know, because I, I don't know, I think, especially in this industry, um, because I got it when I was an adult. I mean, I got probably when I was an adult, which I, I cannot, if I was a teenager or I was a child, when I, I don't know what would have happened. But when you know yourself, and we understand that you don't take some things so personally. You don't take this entire industry, you do not take it seriously. It can it, it can be there one minute and then just gone overnight, yeah. even due to no fault of your own. Because, you know, when the pandemic started with coronavirus, it was literally... um. It started in twenty, sort of the end of 2019-ish and um, at that time people weren't really sure what was going on and what they were doing but I remember the London Book Fair which is a huge institution like they've got publishers and 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 authors and people coming in for book rights and translation and all that and it got cancelled. Uh Like maybe a couple of days before. Now, do you know what? The London Book Fair, because I lived in London um, for a while, and the London Book Fair is this huge, people love the London Book Fair for uh, like people in the industry. Yeah. It's where careers can be made. So lots of publishers, including the big five, who, you know, the plan to showcase their authors and, and, and all that at the book fair. And then it got cancelled. They didn't do anything wrong. You see what I'm saying? So right. if you take it that seriously, like, oh, I'm my art. I'm like, no, you're you're not your art. You're just like a human being. <laughs> Don't take this thing too seriously. It's not that big a big deal. <laughs> like, you know, if if this doesn't work out now, it might in the future. It, it doesn't mean that you're going to what, what are you going to do are you going to be so depressed up right. that time? you know and, and and again in the intro that you read of me um I in 2016 mm-hmm. I won blog of the year
0: that's um, amazing
1: when I got nominated I was in shock because you see <laughs> I had, oh, and this is not me being arrogant. This is just me sort of, I mean, I, I run a blogazine, which is uh, a marriage between a blog and a magazine because yeah. I worked at magazines um, mm-hmm. a, as well. I worked at a couple of magazines in the UK. And so when I returned to Nigeria, I felt like um, I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing in blogging, which, is, um, which was gossip. I don't, I don't right. that's not my thing. And, and I thought, okay, why don't I do something that is like a blog, but then uh, looks like a magazine. And so I started doing that and nobody in Nigeria was doing that at the time. So it looked like, what the hell are you doing? Right? <laughs> yeah. And because there weren't a lot of comments on the blog, magazine, I did not know that people were reading. Right. And so... When I got nominated, and I remember at the time I was in Lagos, uh, because Lagos in Nigeria, people feel like Lagos is where the entertainment industry is. So mm-hmm. it, the industry actually is kind of like that. So Lagos is to the entertainment industry in Nigeria what Hollywood, California is in okay. the US. We have other parts of where we do entertainment, but Lagos is sort of where. And I don't like Lagos, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I can't. Um, but I was in Lagos because that was what I was told that if you want to be some non entertainment industry and I, and I right. wanted to work, it wasn't about fame for me. And I remember it was so funny. Um, I, I got this TV writing job for a reality television show. Wow. And I thought, this is my big break. I have landed, yo, like, you know, and then we traveled, we did one uh, location mm-hmm. and came back home or, or to where we, we were going to stay, like the different people in the team. And I was waiting for approval from the, for, from the final client. And I don't know what it was. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And very early one morning, my husband calls me. And he's like, something is wrong. I don't know what it is. What's going on with you? I said, um, I, I I can't sleep. I don't. And he he just goes, if he's like, listen, how much are these people actually paying you that you're trying to kill yourself? Because this is ridiculous. I yeah. said to me, listen, do you understand that if you die today, in the time it takes them to say oh, she was a nice worker, let's um, hold one minute silence for her. He said, do you know they're going to replace you today? And I went, that's kind of harsh. And he's like, no, I'm just telling you because I don't know the way you're doing this thing. And he said, I need you to go to bed. Your head is aching. You, You can't go to sleep, please. And I will talk to you later. What neither of us knew was that I did not have to die for me to be replaced. In fact, as we were having that conversation my replacement had been chosen. I found out two days later, I got fired over the phone. I was so shocked and embarrassed. And I was like, no, seriously, what did I do? Like, you know, was I horrible to, because I, I have a very, like, I don't have a completely Nigerian way of doing things. And, you know, I'm part British in my ways. And I was like, wait, did, did someone say something? Did I disrespect someone? Did I, what did I do that I can, do better maybe not even for this particular gig but for something else because i mean if you get fired people in industry that you're trying to work with they know and that's not good is it right and they said no really you didn't do anything and i'm like no no people do not get fired for, for nothing. nothing tell me what i did wrong like i can take it and i said the truth is you're not nigerian enough and i went what the actual like I, I wasn't rude, I was what do you mean? And they're like, no, you just don't come off as Nigerian enough, you're too British. I went, wow. So I was so embarrassed. I couldn't call my husband back and tell him. I mean, like, how are you gonna tell this person that this thing that you thought was gonna be your big deal and you got fired and the reason you got, like, because he's not in the industry. So that's just gonna sound very stupid. Right, right, and so when that happened, um, I, cho- I decided, fine, what I'm going to do is I'm going to concentrate on what I actually have. And, you know, so I, I had already started running my blogazine by then, and I had a radio show that I was doing in London. They sort of, um, they used WhatsApp and lots like of technology to make sure that I could be in Nigeria and still present the show in London, and I had another writing gig, and I had just launched my company, the PLA Storyteller House and Forum Limited. So I was working on a manuscript, um, some not mine, but another client's manuscript. So I was doing all this stuff and I just thought, okay, <laughs> you know, that, that one thing didn't work out and, and so it's not a big deal. And then I got the nomination for the blog of the year. I, I was actually confused because I was like, I'm not a blogger. And someone said, what do you mean you're not a blogger you you have a blogger's yeah. and i went oh that's true because you see <laughs> my mind i had been so focused on i a writer that's it i am an author That, and so in my mind right if i ever won any award it would be for writing so nothing else makes sense and again these awards the better so that's black uh, it's a uk it's originates from the UK but it's black entertainment film fashion television and art award and it was like the black Oscars and yes wow. I knew about it and uh, I knew about it from when I was in the UK and I had hoped that one day I would uh, win but I kind of thought oh that's gonna be like maybe five years later or something plus I had actually been nominated for author of the year twice before so the two consecutive years before so I just thought Ugh, blog of the year like please like people know me as a writer I didn't win that one and I'm not going to win the blog one but I just carried on doing my work and even it's so funny before I got fired by that you know from that particular um, writing gig I was at the production company for something else and there was this uh, guy who was waiting for different meeting. was definitely somebody else and we got talking and i said oh i'm a blogger and i said i have a magazine, and this is my url and he said i know you and i went okay um uh, have i got a stalker because at the time something there were some safety issues that um i was concerned about and i was like like no 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 he said listen i'm an it person i build websites and for people and my client, you don't know my client, but my client showed me your blogazine and said I should build theirs exactly like yours. And I went, really? So it's this thing of, you know, you're doing your own thing. You have no idea who's watching, no idea. You know, you're doing this thing that you don't even think is that big a deal. Mm-hmm. And because the one thing hasn't worked out the way that you think it should or that like you wanted it to, you think, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know I failed or whatever and then when I actually won I got notification that i had won I knew because I had in my spirit I, before I went to bed that night it was like, mm-hmm. I, it was like won this award and I went you know I'm hardly speaking the following morning and I got all these messages on my phone and I knew oh my oh my god I you know I've actually won and then confirmed it But the thing is, that same day, the euphoria wore off. And that was when I was like, I mean, it wore off for me, but not for others because it was such a big deal and I am grateful for it. But that was the point at which I confirmed, if you're not already happy (laughs) in this business, you will keep chasing things that, and then when you get them, you're going to find out that they don't make you i mean happy they make it like i don't know two seconds if that and after that you're going to go chasing the next thing And right. the reality of that is no matter you know awards are subjective so somebody might think you're great somebody else might think you're not but no matter how many people think you're great you mm. cannot win every award in every category every year so right if that's what you are basing your self-worth on right you're going to be very sad you're going to you know you're going to be very sad and so that's part of um what I do in terms of just letting people because I I'm I get very I get very confused by people who just chase this I don't know this thing this elusive thing like oh um if i have 10 million followers on instagram i'll be happy but i have right you know i just it's not normal behavior no Um, and in nigeria it's very i mean i get that it's some kind of way all over the world but nigeria there's, there's also cultural components so there's also um people who want to be very nosy about the personal lives of women in the public eye, and so it's that thing—that's you know, here too, you know, especially if you're outspoken. So it's like, oh, which man is going to want you? I'm like, uh, my husband. You know, I'm like, <laughs> but the thing is, and this is the really funny thing: they a lot of people don't know that I am not single, purely because I chose it. It was always something that. I had decided that I'm not a reality television star, so I'm not going to sell out that part of my life. Right. You know, I'm either talented on my own or not. Like, you know, either my books are interesting and they make sense yeah. and they are well-written and well-edited or they are not. And if they are not, then me fronting some guy is not going to change that. You see what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, we did something very, very, very quiet. Um, I didn't change my name on social media for anything. I wasn't wearing a ring. I think very few people actually suspected because my stylist at the time, she took one look at me and she said, no, something has changed. I don't know what it is. Something has changed. And then she looked at me and said, "This." Guy, you keep talking about, are you sure he's just a boyfriend out right there so, are you sure he's not a husband? And, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And even um, on the job that I got fired from, um, we had to travel. And when we traveled to a particular location before we went filming, I called my husband, tell him we would arrived at the hotel. And the tail end of the conversation, the, the other guys on the bus, Looked at me and looked at my hand, and they're like, "You're married." And I went, "Whoa, well, what?" They're <laughs> like, "See the way you just talked. That is not no woman talks to a boyfriend like that. That is a husband. We don't know why you're not wearing a ring. You don't know why you. Now, nah, that's not boyfriend. That's not fiance. So you know. Um, but it's just something that I made up my mind.
0: Very yeah.
1: No matter what, and this is gonna sound horrible. I always say, if you are a woman in the public eye, you want to be happy. Learn how to lie about your personal life. Learn how to lie with a straight face. Like, else, you know what? People, people cannot spoil what they don't know about, right? People can't. And at the end of the day, I don't, I don't need the public's validation on that part of my life. I made that decision.
0: Right.
1: I love that. Adult with an adult <laughs> so yeah that's it
0: it's not yeah. up for people to discuss or to judge or to anything it's your life and- they can
1: they can judge i don't i don't really care but are they gonna say that to my face am i gonna give them ammunition no it's not it's not their business it's not it's not their business i'm like if you're really a fan of mine go and buy my book get my coaching program do some go spend your money and or read or get my free content and better your life stop looking for you know what is going on in my past or life not because I don't really see how that's helping you so yeah well
0: thank you so much for coming on I loved your story I thought just everything you've gone through and what you're doing is really great and I want to play a game with you before we end okay um, so, I'm going to ask you five quick questions um, rapid right. fire. Okay. And okay, first question your drink of choice.
1: Water, very boring, but water. Yeah, I, I know.
0: I'm trying <laughs> to drink more water. I'm not very good at it,
1: but I'm <laughs> trying to drink more. <laughs> my head ache. I don't know what it is, but I just. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I started drinking alcohol when I got to uni and then I stopped in uni because I just went this is ridiculous I don't even like the taste and then it makes my head ache so right um favorite movie or tv show or both oh gosh uh (laughs) I can't think I can't think I can't think um I don't know what the music oh that's a good one
0: um advice you would give your younger self
1: learn how to recognize people things and situations for what they actually are not what your ego or emotion would prepare them to be and treat them accordingly i love that five words to describe yourself oh i don't know if i'm gonna have up to five words and um, passionate stubborn um bloody minded <laughs> That's two words um loyal until i find a reason not to be I like that. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's important. Sometimes I'm I'm learning that now. Like I can be very loyal, but sometimes I can be too loyal and then it hurts yeah, me I in know. the end. I, I know the
1: feeling. That that's why <laughs> I recognize this for, for this person yes. what they really are, not what you want them to be, like, oh, because they're nice. No, no, that's the person that's going to kill you. They're not your friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And then what does success mean to you?
1: Being uh, comfortable with the person that I've chosen to spend my life with, everything else is white noise. Everything, nothing else matters. Everything else is white noise.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, Where can my audience find you?
1: okay um i will give you the uh url but you can uh your audience can go to esther.org forward slash links so that is e for esther s for sierra t for tango h for hotel e for echo r for romeo e for echo t for tango i for india m for mother dot org forward slash links. So links with an S. Okay. I will put that in the description below. And this was another
0: episode of Hale Excel. See you guys next time. Bye.